It's the William Tell Show. I call myself William Tell. You can call me Bill. Thank you for including me in your world. <clears throat> I hope that today finds everyone moving toward peace of mind. In recent weeks, I really got in over my head on Facebook with regard to political turmoil. The one insight I had was that the overwhelming majority of political strife pertains to fake issues. As to the rest of my current thinking, I came across a forgotten blog post from March 9th, 2019. That's amazing. That's that's exactly two years ago. The title is The Boogeyman. If I were to spell out today everything that's on my mind, all of my current thinking on this subject, I might as well merely read this blog post uh, out loud. It, it really summarizes all of my current thought and it really does cover all the bases. So let's do that. The fact that you're afraid of it doesn't mean it exists. If you stand in a brightly lit room and look into a dark room, you won't be able to see what's really in there. You will see, instead, whatever you imagine. If you choose to be afraid, you'll see things to be afraid of. And the more afraid you become of them, or alternatively, the more you hate them, the more vivid the images become, the more real they appear, even though they don't exist at all. This is the boogeyman and where the boogeyman lives. Black bigots preoccupy themselves with reacting against a wildly exaggerated notion of racism magnified in their imaginations into a much greater problem than it really is. Social justice warriors exhaust themselves seeking to destroy a, quote, system, end quote, that, as far as I can tell, doesn't exist. Some people get real upset if I don't fear and hate the same boogeyman they do. On Facebook, a church member unfriended me because I don't hate Trump enough. A high school classmate unfriended me because I don't hate Muslims. A former student blocked me because I wouldn't watch a video claiming vaccination is a plot to destroy black boys. I am wondering how and why people choose to live in fear. Pretexts for Grief The single greatest error in the commonplace worldview may be this. Quote, everything happens for a reason, end quote, specifically as that applies to one's emotions. There is the assumption that one is happy about some situation, angry because of some situation, that some situation has made one feel this way. If the practice of meditation has taught me anything conclusively, it's that feelings come and go as changeably as the wind, and generally with no more reason than the wind. This goes on throughout the day. A spell of grief 
anger, sadness, or fear may come on. The emotional state comes on first. Afterwards, if one subscribes to the commonplace worldview, one may begin searching the cosmos with one's mind to find some reason for that state, whereas actually it's not a reason but an excuse. With all that is amiss in the world, there is always some excuse available to find. Racial justice always has been, and as far as I can tell, always will be available. I am sensitive to reports of child abuse. If one finds an excuse one can believe in, one can fixate on that combination, those feelings attached to that thought, indefinitely. One instant can derail me for minutes, hours, days, weeks, or months. If one doesn't find one, one can create, imagine one. These excuses are often lies. We all do this. Let's take a break. I'll be back. We're back. We were talking about how one's feelings change throughout the day, just like the wind and with no more reason than the wind. And people who have the currently normal worldview are prone to seek excuses or reasons to explain bad feelings. Back to the text. Physical pain that one may not even be aware of can pull one off center. Currently, with the difficulty in my left knee, standing in the supper line at the shelter is a daily ordeal, and I am at pains to keep from snapping at the person next to me. The solution is twofold. First, accept and abide the feeling that as it is, pure emotion without thought. Second, bring your attention back to the present, to the here and now. There's a reason one has to search the cosmos for an excuse for upset. It is very rare for anything to be happening here and now that one deserves to be upset about. The excuse almost always has to do with something out of your hands, literally out of reach, something you can't do anything about. What you can do here and now, that is where to focus your attention. Fear of uncertainty. The desire for certainty may be the strongest of human motivations. It's part of the reason for the belief that, quote, everything happens for a reason, end quote. It's unsettling to us to suppose that anything happens by mere happenstance. We want there to be order in the world, and there is, in the physical world and the spiritual world, too. But that does not save us from frustration, injustice, and disappointment. We don't like that, and there are other features of what is that we most likely will not like. So folks search for something other than what is about which one can presume to be absolutely certain. And that certainty can be enough to make acceptable all the other uncertainty one meets in life. Ideology, whether of the left or of the right, proposes that they're wrong. 
whoever they are, a boogeyman. In Nazi Germany, the boogeyman was the Jews. Fear of a better life. Here I must confront myself. I have seen in the past few months that, given a shift in consciousness, a better life is available to me. The physical world hasn't changed yet, but the way I see it and deal with it has and can change. Options I never would have thought possible before seem realistic. But my ways will have to change in ways I can't yet see. Certainty is unavailable. This can be scary and the change hard. Thus the proverb, better the bit devil you know than the devil you don't know. Fear, black fear of a better life wrecked the civil rights movement. That's as much of the text as I'm going to read. The remaining portion poses challenges to me personally as to my own spiritual maturity and growth. I was at a better place when I wrote it than I am now. There can be a world with no boogeyman. Today's music concerns somebody everyone was supposed to be afraid of. Bad, bad Leroy Brown was meaner than a junkyard dog. <laughs> 